welcome to episode 7 of Continuous Quality Compliance. Today I'm talking about having a profitable business. To have a profitable business, you need to know your numbers. Time and again, research shows those businesses who do not have a handle on their numbers are the ones who get into trouble. I know numbers can be boring, but they are important. I look at mine weekly and monthly in my planner. I have the target of the month. I reach that by knowing what I want to have at the end of the year. You need to know how many leads you need, what they are worth, how well they convert, how do you get repeat clients. You need to think about referrals. What kind of a lifestyle do you want? What do you need to live on? These are all important considerations. When I started my business, I did work out what I needed to live on. But from that point, I was not sure what to do to get leads. I had a website built thinking that would help. Now I know that just because you build a website does not mean people will come and buy your service. They need to know you exist. You need to make yourself visible. You also need to find your tribe. And what I say to people is, before you even think about having a website designed, actually, the better way around is to build your tribe. And these days with Facebook, if you want to use it, you can have a business Facebook page. You don't need a website. There is one caveat. Make sure your leads move on to something that belongs to you, an asset that belongs to you. Facebook does not belong to you. I hear far too many stories of people who have built their business on Facebook, not put those clients onto their own asset. And one day, Facebook decided they were going to close that page. They lost everything. They lost all their contacts and everything. Facebook does not belong to you. It is a great tool to use, but you do need to move your assets and the information that you collect to something that belongs to you. So in order to have a profitable business, what do you need to know? Well, you need to know where your sales are coming from. And which of those are the most profitable? You also need to know where your expenses are going. For instance, my main sales are from supporting people with their CQC registration. However, I also have an e-learning platform. My clients tend to buy these courses after they have bought my registration service. I also have two levels of service. So clients can buy the level that suits their budget. I have a name for each of these services and I can check the percentage of sales for each income stream. I also have a handle on my expenses. I do a lot of personal development work, so I have a high spend on training. But I do have a budget which I will not go over for that year. In the beginning, 
I did make mistakes with going for any training without looking at how it fitted into my overall business strategy and plan. Now I use tools which help me to decide whether the course will be worth it or not. And it doesn't matter whether the course is free or paid for because you're still giving your time, even if it's a free course. So one of the considerations for me is, is if it's a free course, is, is this going to give me value? If it's a paid for course, still ask the question, is it going to give me value? But also, what are the outcomes that I will get out for going on this course? So a great example of this is, this year I'm doing my NLP practitioner and NLP master practitioner course. The reason I decided to do it this year is because I wanted to be part of my toolbox that I can use as a coach and mentor. And it will also help me in my personal life. And I took my time deciding the company that I was going to get this training from because there are a lot of NLP practitioner trainers out there. I went with one that's accredited by the ANLP. And it means once I've done my course and I meet all the criteria, I will all, I can put ANLP after my name. So that's important to me. So it shows my clients that I'm credible and I know what I'm talking about. So when you're doing training or going for training or sending your staff for training, these are all things you need to consider. And you also need to know what budget you're going to have for the year for your training. In terms of expenses, I know each year I need to obviously account for what I pay my accountant. I also need to account for my Microsoft Office package my subscription to other platforms and associations. So all these costs, I know what they are for the year because most of them are fixed costs. So I make sure I account for those when I'm forecasting what my sales need to be for each year. Forecasts are also vital for your business. So you can manage your cash flow and expenditure. If you want to grow your team, you need to know how much you need to spend on recruitment. Or like me, if you rather work with other people who are also self-employed but uh, work as a team and outsource some work, you still need to know what your budget is going to be and how you're going to recruit those people. There are some key indicators you should be looking at. These will be different for different businesses. However, some of these should at least be a focus. These are number of new customers, numbers of retained customers, customer feedback. I use Google reviews as it can be seen by anyone who Googles my business. I also look at conversion rates. So how many people who sent me an inquiry converted to a sale? I also know that those with whom I have a telephone or a Zoom call convert better than those with whom I just have email correspondence. The Zoom calls convert the best because this way they get a chance to meet me, although it is virtually. I also know those who receive my book convert better as they have a chance to get to know me by reading my book. It is key to know where your customers come from and the conversion rate. 
If you have a referral system, how do these convert? Do you have a loyalty system? For instance, a podiatrist I know gives a discount if you block book treatments. This is good for them because they know how many appointments they have on their books in advance, plus they get paid up front, so that helps with cash flow. And it helps the customer because they get a discount for block booking, so it's a win-win for both. To help me keep an eye on my numbers, I use electronic accounting platform. Mine happens to be QuickBooks. I used to have a Simplex D-book, then I moved to a spreadsheet, but it was too cumbersome. I was so pleased when I finally moved to an accountant who used an electronic platform. There are different ones. I happen to use QuickBooks because that's the one my accountant uses. My previous accountant used Xero. It depends what your requirements are and what your accountant uses too. On the subject of accountants, you do need to find one that not only prepares your year-end accounts, but can give you guidance. I am on my third accountant. The first one did not answer questions or sent me invoices for things without explaining what they were for, or gave me an explanation that just wasn't enough for me. The second accountant I could never get hold of, and they never gave me any useful advice. Now my third accountant, I know I'm going to keep her. I'm so pleased with her service. She understands my business. She guides me. She's always on hand when I have queries. And we meet quarterly so we can look through my numbers. And she can give me some advice of what to do or how I'm doing. And I talk to her about what my aspirations are. So I have finally found the accountant who gets me and my business and that's really crucial so don't stay with an accountant just because it's the easy thing to do ask yourself how are they helping you with your business outcomes the other thing most businesses forget to account for is what their time is worth i know what my time is worth how long it takes me to do certain aspects of the CQC application, the amount of telephone calls I end up giving advice on, the mentoring and coaching I do as part of the service. People pay for my knowledge and skills, not just putting data into an application. You need to know what you are worth. You need to know what the cost of the equipment you use are too, and the power they use if they're electrical, because you need to pay electricity bills. My husband will always ask me if I want a new gadget, which is electrical, what the wattage is, because he pays the bills. Do you know what all your costs are? I use stationery and ink. I have IT expenses. I have travel expenses. On any given day, I can check what percentage of expenses they make up. Many new businesses do not pay themselves, but you do need to eventually. So you need to know how much your lifestyle costs to enable you to work out what income you need, what profit is generated to enable you to pay yourself the salary you need. You do need to look at forecasts to know if you're on track. You need to work out when you break even and when you can make a profit and when you can pay yourself.
The other thing is, do not be afraid to increase your prices. The right customer who values what you do will pay for the right service. Look at designer brands. People pay for them, don't they? And they're not cheap. To make sure I have a healthy cash flow, I ask for payment up front or for my long-term programs, monthly payments. This helps me with my cash flow as well as my client. And it also means I don't have to chase payment. I have had debtors which I've had to write off and those who paid 50% after I used a debt recovery agent. But to avoid those situations, my terms are now very clear. I work from home as I do not need to rent an office. I visit client sites when I need to. This is a huge saving for me. So do have a think. Do you need to rent an office space or do you need to buy office space? Some people just think, oh, because I'm a business, I'm a limited company, I have to. I'm a limited company, I'm a micro limited company, but I'm able to work from home. It really depends what you're doing. Obviously, if you're giving treatments and that, you may not want to work from home. But you also need to know what your sales pipeline is. How do customers hear about you? How many inquiries do you receive daily, weekly, monthly? Referrals are a good way to receive business. I have this in place with companies who complement what I do and it works really well. It's a win-win for both of us. The thing to remember in business, cash really is king. So you do need to know when your cash is coming in and when it goes out of your business. A profitable business can sometimes have a poor cash flow. So it's really important to be able to look at your numbers and understand it, even at a simple level. And that's why I use my uh, accounting system. On any day, I can look at my dashboard, see my expenses, my profit, my cash flow. I like to be effective with making sure my expenses are accounted. So when I post my books out to clients and I've paid for uh, the postage, I use an app called Receipt Bank to take a photo off the receipt. That then goes to QuickBooks. I can throw the physical copy of the receipt away, but um, when I log into QuickBooks, I can link the receipt to the postage I paid, and it's really easy. So what I found is I no longer need to keep a physical folder, which I used to, Everything gets done on the accounting platform. This makes it more unlikely friendly as well. I did used to have a folder up till uh, end of last year. If you do like to stay analog, like my husband, then you can use Simplex D-Book. Uh, what you need is an A4 ring binder with a 12 months index. Then for each month, you need to put a copy of any expenses and what they were for, any invoices you've paid, any that you've had from your suppliers. So when you give your folder to your accountant, they have all the information they need. Also keep your bank statements there, your annual mileage there. I've also found out about a, a tool called uh, for forecasting and it's called Futrilli. They have a free version, so it's probably worth having a look at. And it integrates with accounting platforms too. So I know it integrates with QuickBooks because I've had a look.
although my accounting platform does give me cash flow reports so as i said to have a profitable business you do need to look at your numbers understanding numbers and know what your forecast is thanks for tuning in please rate and review the podcast do subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes